Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I am better than okay. Good. I'm doing pretty darn well. And incredibly thankful to be here with you today. Yep. Um, I did hit record on the recorder, which is the first note on my list of things to talk about. But uh, last week, we left things off with one topic that I think you either had me... Did you do that during the end of the show that you had me put it on or after? I didn't have you put it on. I just said it was something that we could talk about. And then you were like, well, go ahead and say it and I'll put it on the thing. That was all you. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Megan's applied to college. Yes. It's like, I don't know. It's just one of those, it's just one of those things that's happening that is just, we're, we're, we're coming into a different stage and it's like every little thing that happens, um, it's a reminder of that right now. Right. That's all. Yeah. That's all. So she applied to Western? Western Kentucky University. Is that the only one she's applied to That's so far? That's the only place she's applied to so far. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All righty. Well, cool. Well. Which is funny because the other day, now here's the thing. Um, she will tell you that um, that she ha- she hasn't actually made up her mind where she wants to go. Like that's, but sometimes she'll say when I'm at Western and then the other day it was like on Sunday she says she's like ah, I don't want to go away this week <laughs> like this this week I'm not ready to move away so we'll we'll see what actually happens but she's applying yeah so I, I I would love for her if she's going to go to college I would love for her to go to NKU but that's just me personally not just because but you don't have reasons that makes sense to her right your only reason is financial and that doesn't make sense no, that's, to her. Not, that's not my that's only the reason. only reason you've given her oh okay is it not well i, I guess a I mean, lot of it's financial but okay but the thing is it doesn't matter we, we we've talked about college plenty of times on this show well, no, so. i mean if there are other reasons i'd like to know them because i well, they're, they're mostly financial i mean if you're gonna if your desire is to go to get a degree so that you have a certificate to teach in a in a public school system then the degree that you would get at western kentucky uh university of kentucky or nku all three would give you the same qualification would give you the exact same opportunities um the degree is the degree that gives you the certification to to teach and i mean it it does not make a lot of sense for me to pay you know three times two times as much or three times let me stop you because you're not paying you're still only paying what you have said you would pay, which right. is the same. She's got to come up with the rest. No, I get that. Okay, so don't say don't make me pay because you're not paying. You're only... I didn't say don't make me pay. Did I just say that? I think you did. Oh, I it, I, I, I thought I said that it doesn't make sense to pay is what I meant to say. If I said it the other way, I apologize. Well, but then maybe it, I just turned it the other me, way. To me, it doesn't okay, make sense. Okay, but at Western, you're not... She's or, Okay, so if she goes to... NKU, which trust me, there are days that I really want her to go to NKU because I don't want her to leave. Okay. Okay. Um, but she's not going to learn what it's like to be away from. Right. 
there is the value of of home and to being. live in another area and that's something i've never i've never lived outside of northern kentucky and do you feel like that 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 i missed out on something yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah so, I mean, so, and here's the thing. I don't regret my life at all. Okay. The decisions that I have made ha- have led me to be who I am today. And I like who I am. I like who you are too. Thank you. That's one thing that makes this work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, but there are some times when I, when I wonder who I would be today if I had had different experiences, if I had made different decisions or made different choices. You know what I would love? I would, They're not regrets. They're just what ifs. I would love to give Megan ten grand. And also, Go I ahead. wasn't done. Go ahead. I was not as dependent on my parents as Megan is on us, and I mean that in a relational way, not in a. Megan is Megan is our clingy child, mm-hmm. and I think some time away might actually be a good thing for her. Right. Or we're going to end up with an adult who's dependent, and that's not what we want, right? And and so there are there are positives to her coming up with the extra money to go to Western or wherever, right? I mean, there are. It's not all. It's not all. You know, well, it's right here, and it's an option, and it's the only option, and. Well, I think I think those those opportunities to have her experience a little bit more of an autonomous lifestyle is available outside of going to the university. But um, like part of me thinks that here's my own vision is is that I think that all graduates of high school should be required to wait a minimum of 18 months before they can enroll to college. That they and and that's that eighteen months they are required to go and do some sort of internship or they're they they go out and get some kind of job doing something out there, uh, just just to expose them to what it's like to not have how many how many years are they in school from the time that they enter so thirteen years of their life and our kids did two years in of the preschool, education so. system I would love for them to have it eighteen months out outside have of a that. Break. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have a break. Uh, and, and I think it should be encouraged to have two years off before you, you enter the university and, and decide. And, and then only those who know what they want to do should be encouraged to go to that system. That, that's for me. That's what I'm thinking. What I would love to do is I, instead of, you know, pending, you know, I would love to take that cash that we were going to uh, s- put towards her university I'd love to see her say, hey, I want to go live in London and get a job and, and live in a flat and experience life in a different country. I would I would just I'd be just as happy to give her that money to to help her fund that for a year. I think she would learn more in that year and and have more experience and have all kinds of ideas of things that she might like to pursue, given the freedom to just experience life outside of the education system for a while right and i don't disagree with you but you should maybe not talk about sending my child to london when i'm having a hard time with her wanting to go to bowling green okay so like so <laughs> so maybe here. maybe we send her to chicago or, or <laughs> like, let her live a let her live a year in new york city or something right you know fun places we can come visit fun places but so, anyway, so it's just everything here is changing. Every everything things are changing. Everything changing is changing, is, and changing is, is good. It's it's not bad. I'm just it, it's just um, 
I'm I'm in a mental state of of watching it. Like I, I'm taking it in. I'm yeah. not missing it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not missing it. I'm present and I'm watching it happen and I know that it's happened and I'm just here. So, by the way, Matthew has had a new milestone, Matthew driving milestone. <laughs> so, last night, he had his first venture out on the interstate highway. Yeah, I'm glad that was you and not me. <laughs> I was a little nervous myself. <laughs> I did not. I would not, I did not have. It, it, Matthew has no clue, but I'm like, oh, dear Lord, please don't let there be traffic, tra- <laughs> you know, on this, in this lane. Right. But, but I, I had I had faith in him. Mm-hmm. I had faith in him that he could do it, and he navigated it well. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Um, it, it is Matthew. Okay, so the difference between teaching Matthew to drive and when I taught Megan to drive is that Megan had a job, and so she was driving every day. She, yeah, she was driving you to she her was job. Driving, yeah, she was driving me to her um to chipotle and then i would drive home and i'd go get her and she'd drive home so so she was driving every day right also she was driving home from school because i still picked them up from school but now she's driving home from school because she has her license (laughs) and matthew can't drive without an adult in the car yeah and um so he's not getting as much daily practice as she was. And I think that we need to be more diligent with making sure that he's getting that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And he, I mean, when he does decide to get up in the mornings to go work out with me at 5 a.m., he is getting that daily drive in, you know, and even night kind of, you, I guess you, even though it's morning, it's still considered it's nighttime, nighttime driving because yeah. it's still dark out. Well, he'd have to get out of bed and go to the gym, what he, had, well, he hasn't done in quite a while. So. That, no, that, hey, that's not fair. He didn't the last three days or he hasn't done it this week, but he did. Uh, did he on Friday? Yeah. I'm okay, pretty then sure he, he did. did on Thursday. That's yeah. The, okay. Yeah, he he's been. I mean, hey, he has, for a sixteen-year-old. Oh, oh, young I know. Man, I'm not, the, yeah, I know. He's doing better than he, I am. The fact that he's made it to the gym at five a.m. three days a week for the ever since school started is uh, pretty incredible. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So I'm proud of him, and I, I'm excited. But yeah, anyway, I, I get your point, and I took him out last night. We did not. I didn't have any problem with it, and he did really well. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for him. That's good because Monday he drove home from school. And um, it was the first time he had driven in like, I don't know, four or five days maybe. And um, yeah, I wasn't feeling so confident. <laughs> it was it was it was one of those hold on kind of moments right. for me. So um, we we just need to be more diligent. But I'm glad he did well on the interstate. So another family children related thing, um, our entire family got involved in homecoming this year. Yes, we did. So homecoming, you know, is, is where football team has this big homecoming game and you know, blah, 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 blah. But they also have, you know, the, the quote unquote popularity contest of the school where you have this thing where they vote for who's going to be well, homecoming court, you know, yeah. the homecoming queen and king. Yeah. What, was you, what were you going to say? That it's not supposed to be a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest. But each club club within the school um, chooses a male and a female representative, and um, and then they represent their their club or organization, and um, and then the school votes on popularity. Some teachers take it a bit too seriously. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're gonna stop right there. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all we're going to say about that. I hope, Steph. Is I'm, that all? We're I'm gonna, trying. You brought that, it up. Is that all we're going to say <laughs> about that? You brought it up. I just want to. I just want to clarify that if any point I lose control of my filter, Cliff poked the hole first. Period. <laughs> um, but it. But it's a. It's a fun time. Homecoming is something that I has have always loved. Yeah, we've um, we've gone to the parade every year. Yeah. I don't think we've ever missed a Connor homecoming parade nope i don't think so i don't think so there was one one year that was canceled because of rain and that was so sad because we were there and we were parked but they the the officer the uh boone county sheriff starts driving around with the um with the what's that called the bullhorn yeah right saying the parade is canceled the parade is canceled and anyway but um but yeah, some, homecoming is something I've always enjoyed. I enjoy going to the football game. Um, I, I just happen time. to be a, in a family that doesn't. And so I don't go to as many as I I would go would to more prefer. football games with you. I, I, I am, I'm not a huge fan of watching football on television. Mm-hmm. I, do not, I do not mind attending live sporting events. Right. So, I if you wanted to go and make it a thing that we go on Friday nights to go see the the home team games. Right. You know. We're, well, yeah. We're, even the kids don't go to many away games. Yeah, but if you but, wanted to do that, I'd be happy, especially especially in the fall because I love the fall weather. Yeah, you do. Anyway, in the falls when I get really cold. So anyway, so this year's homecoming was a little bit more special for us. In that Megan, and I think we talked about this recently, probably last week, we talked about the fact that Megan had been nominated to represent choir yes. as a candidate for Homecoming Queen. Yes. And, well, we went. And, of course, she <laughs> well, inv- she invited, yeah. she, she asked my dad if um, she could borrow uh, his convertible right. to, to ride in the parade because they have the parade and the king and the, all the candidates... Um, are you know showcased? Are showcased, if you will, <laughs> in the parade. In the parade. That's basically that's when the clubs walk behind them, and um, and uh, and so she invited your dad, um, or or had asked to use his car. Actually, she called to ask, and when she said that she was, when she was telling them, you know, he, he volunteered. He's like, yeah. oh, I have. Anyway, it's it was. It was exciting, yep. and um, and I drove his car, and he he sat in the passenger seat. I drove, and and Megan and her um, co candidate candidate. Yeah, uh, we're just not using other people's names, just right. for you know, because there's no because they're children exactly. So her co candidate and her for choir representing choir were in the back and sitting up throwing out candy, and um, yeah. Although homecoming Friday was his. 18th birthday so technically he's not a child <laughs> okay according to our laws i still think that they're children yes um and but, and so they threw the candy and 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 it was fun i i just yeah. want to say it was a beautiful day it was um it was a fun time with my dad it was a fun time for megan it was a fun time for our whole family together matthew was very uh very supportive during the entire mm-hmm. thing mckenna was super excited this, she had a friend meet us there, so she had a friend who was also supporting Megan in the whole thing. It was it was just a great time from all the way to getting ready to, for the parade, going to the parade, going through the parade, after the parade, having dinner, and... And, and, and going back for the game. Going back and, for the game, and I, I just loved seeing Matthew and McKenna 
supportive of Megan in yeah. this. And when it came down to it, uh, Megan was not fourth runner up. Nope. Megan was not third runner up. Nope. She was not second runner up. And you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what? A- I, hold on. Here's here's what I love. Here here's can I? Okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Can I tell? The, okay, please tell. So um, so we're standing there at the fifty yard line, which you know, so that we can watch them walk across the football field as their names are called and and what um club they're representing. And so so Megan and and her friend are are walking our way, and we're snapping pictures and and um. And we can see them in the line. You know, they split. They split them in in half. So half of them are on our left, and half of them are on our right. And Megan's on the left, and they call fourth runner up, and it's not her. And they call third runner up, and it's not her. And then they call. Well, no, hold on. Then they call third runner up for the boys and it's it's her co-candidate yes and so when, he got so chosen he got chosen and, and Megan, not her and, and then so she, she's standing on the field by herself she's standing there of, by herself and she looks at me and her her best friends are standing behind me and she's shaking her head no she's like if he went and i didn't then no i'm not i'm not and so then they called second hold and, on go ahead and what? um so then they called second and she's still she's standing there shaking her head at me and they call the boy for first runner up um, who, who is a friend of hers who, who I know. So they call the boy and he walks up and then they call her name and like the shock on her face was awesome. And um, and she goes up to her friend and she asks him, she's like, where are we? Like what what um, what runner up are we? Like right. I have no idea what's going because she had just kind of like zoned out so so while you were talking i just realized this is the first time i'm really bummed that my new iphone does not have a headphone jack because i was gonna (laughs) but i'm gonna do this listen to this (laughs) anyway so the, that was fun. <laughs> the, the cool thing is, is I, I had a I mean, I just had a feeling that she was going to do well. I I will admit that when it wasn't fourth, it wasn't third, it wasn't second. It's like, OK, she either got it and this is going to be insane or she's first runner up. But for whatever reason, I just had this feeling that she would definitely be on homecoming court. It. it didn't even occur to me that that would not be the case. Right. And she did not make homecoming queen, but she got first runner up. Did I tell you what she said? What did she say? She actually told me, she's like, mom, I'm, I'm really happy with first runner up. I'm, I'm glad that I'm not, I'm not the homecoming queen. This is the perfect amount of attention. <laughs> That's, that was what I was thinking is that it, it it's, it's the yeah. perfect amount of attention. That, for that is, that is what she's, this is the perfect amount of attention. I'm not center of attention. Um, I, I'm just slightly over here and I'm very okay with that. But what I love is that when she, here, here's what I love the, about this is that she was really excited about the potential of even being chosen right. as a, as a candidate for to represent choir. So that that uh, that alone it's it number one, it took a lot for her to stand up and say, I'm willing to be put in for the vote. Yep. Because uh, I think that the choice that she could have said, listen, I'm not she interested. Could have. Someone else someone else um nominated her and she could have said no. Right. 
So the and then the fact that she wanted to be nominated. Mm-hmm. And and I, it's like okay, just and, and you know what they say, just to be nominated is an honor, right? <laughs> right? And so, but and and she really felt that way. It's like, listen, you know, if I don't win, it's not the end of the world. But man, that the fact that I was nominated to represent choir means a lot. And she had fun doing it. Yes, yeah, she did. She did. And and so and you know the thing is, is her friends at school, how supportive they were of her. And 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 this is what I love: our family, our kids. Um, all her friends at school just, I mean, they were thrilled for her that she got first runner up. I mean, it's just like, it it was incredible. And so I'm super excited about that. She had, um, I, um, after, after, so the homecoming, the, the parade and the game were on Friday and then on Saturday night was the dance. And, um, we had a whole swarm of teenagers come over for pictures you can't say oh gosh you went to bed i did (laughs) they were here for a long time (laughs) i stayed down there for a little bit maybe 15 20 minutes i don't need yeah 15 20 seconds here let me snap a picture i'm out 15 20 minutes and um and then i went to bed i was like there are too many people in this house so how many kids were in this house more came i don't know i could take a i could look at a picture and count them i I think there were like seven couples well, they weren't all couples. No, they they there weren't all. Oh, they it wasn't. No. Bo- oh, I thought they all had dates. No, there okay. were only like six boys. Okay, and there were more girls. Okay, gotcha. Um, but um, so so we have this this whole swarm of, of teenagers here, and we take pictures for a good long time, and uh, they go they go to the dance, they go out to dinner, and then several of them come back. And some of them spent the night, and so and then Sunday morning they got up and went to breakfast and came back here. And um, at one point, I hear Megan and her friend are talking, and um, and the friend says, "I'm so proud of you." And Megan's like, "I don't get why people keep telling me they're proud of me. I didn't do anything. You guys voted." <laughs> well, she's like, and and that's not technic. That's not completely true. There are 25 boy and girl candidates. Um, and the school votes. The top five voted are then judged on an essay that they wrote. Um, and those essays are judged anonymously and then assigned to, you know, so like so basically they have a number they, anyway. They have an I, I just want to clarify this because you've explained it to me pretty well before. So the idea is that um, her, it is a popularity thing in who gets nominated to represent the yes. the thing. And then there is the vote of who, who the school votes to actually be queen. Right. And then they take the five top five girls, the f- top five boys. They write re- they write essays. Well, they, or actually, they all write they essays. They all write essays. But they take the essays of the top, the top five. five. Yeah. And then those essays are numbered. There's no indication of who wrote them. But right. and then uh, a teacher at school reads the I, essay. I don't think it's just. I don't know that it's just one. Okay, I mean so, it very well maybe, but I don't. Rem- but anyway, yes, they're read by teachers, and then the teacher chooses um, and puts them in order based on essay. Right, and so, so that's that. She was the first runner up of the top five chosen. She was the. She had the second best survey essay, right. among the girls. Yes. Yeah. Right. And and so I, I like that it's not just popularity. Right. Like it's not just number of votes. They right. they do want, you know, and um and so their questions that they answered were um what's something that you would like to accomplish um before the end of your senior year? Do you know what answer she gave? Um I do. Okay. 
I, I think that would be a good vlog post. Uh, so I, I don't think it would be right to share those here unless okay. Megan want, gave us permission. So right. here's what I would love and to do. since I'm not allowed to text her during a podcast. <laughs> I, I, will, I will ask Megan uh, if she wants to do another vlog with me. And I would okay. love to hear her answer. So what was the first okay. question? So the first question was, um, what is something that you would like to um, accomplish? accomplish by the end of your senior year? Okay. Okay. The second was, um, who's the first person that you look up to or admire the most and why? And the third was, um, what is, what do you think the, the greatest problem in our nation is right now or in the world? Or I don't remember. It was, right. it was like, it was a social, um, question. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was along those lines. Yeah. And so they, they write those and they have 20 minutes to answer them in no less than three sentences and... Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. and so, so, you know, when they say I'm proud of you, it, it's, so there is the whole, there is the whole issue of the, um, the essay, right. which she should be proud of that she wrote a great enough essay that she was second out of five instead of yeah. like fifth, uh, out of the top five that were chosen. Uh, the, now there is some, there is something to be said for the fact that choir has a very large, large. number of students who participate. Right. And so obviously whoever's representing choir, right. most of those are going to be allegiant. Is that right? Uh, yeah. 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 So they're going to ha- they're going to pledge their allegiance to the, yeah. the, 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 the choir because that's the one where they spend the most time. Right. As far as clubs. So there's a lot of kids that are in choir. So, I mean, yeah, but here's the deal. I mean, the, she should be proud of the fact that choir chose her. Because it, what that says is it says a lot about right. who she is inside in that, that environment. Right. Exactly. That she has built those relationships. Yep. I, I agree. I, I totally agree with you. And um and I do know for a fact that Matthew got in the car last Wednesday and he's like, I made my friends vote for Megan. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he's like, absolutely. My whole table voted for Megan. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. It was it, homecoming was incredible this it was year. it was an incredible it was, it, yeah. this is it we it's we, always good but this year it was incredible. we made some family memories the yeah, only thing is is there was one tarnished negative emotion that happened on homecoming day we learned some very sad news oh we did papa d's pizza which means nothing to the people who are listening to this later <laughs> papa d's pizza is a family-run um some would call it hole in the wall restaurant here in Hebron that um, has the best worst food ever. It is the best worst food ever. <laughs> it, and it is um, it is a Ravenscraft um, tradition to go to Papa D's following choir events. So whenever the kids have a concert or you know what we we go to Papa D's after, and we've learned that in just a couple of weeks in well, October. It will be our last opportunity to have Papa D's after a choir concert because they're closing. They're, yeah, the the couple that are that own this restaurant and have opened it have owned it since it first opened. I know I was in. I, I, well, it, I know it was there when I was in high school. I worked there for a, it was like yeah. a, a year, I think, and I know it was in existence as 
I gosh, it's just been. I wonder. A, hold on, I'm gonna look. How can you, you can, find out? How, they have a website. Well, I'm. Dude, is it gonna say when they started it? I don't know, but I can look. Anyway, but I know you and I have been together for 21 years. It's been there the entire time for that. But even beyond that, it, I'd say it's been at least 30, maybe 35 years that Papa D's Pizza. It was. See, now we live in a town called Hebron, Kentucky, and Hebron, Kentucky is pretty significant today i mean it, it's got massive there there are like five different amazon factories that are bigger than what you could possibly imagine so um it, amazon's huge here there are tons of factories get the cincinnati north kentucky airport is in hebron kentucky but 25 years ago 30 years ago hebron kentucky was literally a sing the, yeah. it had it, the 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 town of hebron kentucky had one bank Hebron Deposit Bank. <laughs> Hebron, which it's not Hebron Deposit anymore. No, they sold it. They sold it a lot. So, so it had Hebron Deposit Bank. It had one little tiny gas station and one little strip mall. Just like the Hebron Corner Store. <laughs> and the strip mall, that strip mall, by the way, had Papa D's Pizza and my mom and dad's insurance agency. Yep. So guess where you ate for lunch. So that's where I ate for lunch a long time. Um, and my mom's in the chat room and she says it used to all be cow fields yep. and that's exactly right. I mean, oh, and it had a, and it had a volunteer fire department at the right, time, which is not no longer volunteer. Yeah. But, uh, Hebron, Kentucky's built up a little bit since then. Yes. And, but, but it's sad. It really is sad to see that, that this, this longstanding business that has been owned and operated right. by this couple has, is. It's going to be going away. And I, Some it's, of the it's teenagers weird that I, it's, said that we should buy it. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Not a chance. <laughs> they, they, here's the thing. Nothing I would eat there is healthy mm-hmm. at all. Uh, but they do have the best meatball hoagie on this planet. They really do. And and it's just... I, okay, so this was a very long time ago. We still lived in the old house. Um, I was having Papa D's for lunch one day. Um and I, I I had picked it up and brought it home. And my brother called and I answered the phone. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm feeding my inner fat girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just can't eat Papa D's pizza and not know that it's terrible for you. Yeah. But it is so good. And so, well, yeah. So their, their, hoagie, their meatball hoagie and their um, uh, wedge fries supreme, which is just um, yeah. wedge fries smothered in cheese and bacon. <laughs> It's, I'm going. I'm going to miss Papa D's. Yeah, even it, though I only eat there like I three know. times a year. Yeah, we would eat there three times a year. Which and is here probably why they're closing. It's all our fault. It's all our fault. Well, not to mention no, the fact they, that the couple he, wants to retire. Well, they want to retire, and the thing is, they couldn't find a buyer, from what I understand. And the reason why is because, well, there's Pizza Hut in Hebron. Yep. There's Jets Pizza. There's Papa D's Pizza. Um, there's more. It's Papa John's. Papa John's Pizza. There's stone the there's the, the stone, stone oven yep. pizza that's five and then just down the road is domino's pizza and which why bother? donato's pizza and snappy and, and snappy pizza so, so yeah i mean but there's but they were they're so much bigger than like pizza like i don't go to papa d's to eat pizza i don't like pizza right and um and so i i will miss that i, I will miss the the yeah yeah it it is I don't know. I guess 
part of my mind just always thought Pompadise would be there. <laughs> I know. It, it, you it's, don't, you it's don't think weird, of Pompadise ever not being there. It's really weird. I, I think it's so. something to be said that they've actually been able to keep to it, this sustain yeah. it for this amount of time through this growing area um, and, and stuff. So anyway, we're going to miss them. We are. All right. So the next thing I have on here is a entertainment thing. I have been consuming some new content. You have. Uh, I've been watching the TV show Westworld. I heard about this from some friends of mine who know that I love sci-fi. And I've heard about Westworld being this kind of like a virtual reality, but n- actually, it's actually not virtual. It's it's like this big, huge park where you go and have adventures, but the people that are in the park are all... Um, how would you say androids or but they're robots but they look and fe- I mean, everything completely like real human beings i mean it, it's it's uncanny how real they look so the thing is is i i i will tell you that it's hard to recommend this series because number one is it it's extremely violent there's a lot of um naked people is is one I of, think maybe you should have let in with it's on HBO. It's on HBO. <laughs> but like that would have been a good lead in. I mean, if you if you can overlook the the violence, the nudity and um probably language, although I, I don't know that I remember a lot of language being an issue, but that I'm probably less sensitized to that or right. more desensitized to that than some other people. But anyway, the, the what I love about this is purely the the technical aspect and the way that they're actually doing science fiction in this show it is probably the best produced science fiction television show i've seen in a very long time and and the production value of what they're doing is way beyond what they ever achieved with lost or or stuff like that i think if i'm not mistaken i believe they paid a hundred million dollars for 10 episodes for this first season wow a hundred million dollars to produce this, and you can tell that they spent that money well because it is the the set, the the special effects, the story is amazing, um, the mystery is amazing, and the i and the way that they're showing what future technology looks might look like. I mean, I'm sure that in 20 years from now we'll look back at it and say, oh, well, that's look. archaic, <laughs> exactly. But but right now this it's pretty incredible. It, it, it is the most wonderfully produced science fiction television I've ever seen produced. And so that's Westworld. I started it just a couple days ago. I've already watched the first eight episodes uh, of the first season. There are two more episodes left. But I think the second season is getting ready to start soon. I'm not sure, but I believe that that's the case. Cool. So that's Westworld on HBO. Um, we're also watching Outlander. We are. Any any update on that with without spoilers? Is that possible? What I wanted to happen by episode two isn't happening until episode five, but I guess since that's on Sunday, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. We're um, still loving Outlander. We are. We are. I um I absolutely love this show. I just really do. And um they were on the cover of last week's um T V guide. And so I read the article in there about um, just the actor's point of view on on um, 
what's going on this season. And it's it, it was, I love this show. And Megan's thought about watching it and I would go back and watch it. I would start it over with her. Yeah, it's a good show. I love this show. And I told you, if you if I would go back and watch this first season of Westworld again, if you right. have any interest at all. I know. It, it's pretty good. There's a love story. That's what you keep telling There's me. There's a love story in it. Okay. I, I'm just saying. Relationship crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke from our Lost Podcast days. Which is fitting since it's Bad Robot. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. I told you that, that I saw it's Bad Robot yeah. at the end of it. So it's a J.J. Abrams production. All right. Um, that does it for all of our family-related topics, unless you have any that you want to add here at the end. Nope, I don't think so. So we could wrap up now, or I, we could go into some of the question generator questions that we've pre-selected instead of randomly selecting. Okay. What can you- I use my phone to check our children's location, and then I can tell you how much time I have? Sure. Please do. Okay. All right. So, Steph- well, I mean, we can answer a few questions. All right. Well, while you're while you're looking at that and waiting for it to pull up, we'll go to the first one. So, the okay. first question that I selected from the random question generator that our friend uh, who who made that for us, uh, Dan Faulkner. Yeah. I was, anyway, I don't know his name, but he's from, from New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> Dunedin, New Zealand. Our That's friend the- Dan Faulkner. He's my friend anyway. I'm yes, sure he I'm, would be your friend too. I'm sure he would met, be had I had I met him. He was my tour guide through the South Island of New Zealand. Anyway, um, first question: Do you care more about pleasing people or speaking the truth? Who is that? Janie. Do you need to answer it? Probably. All right, go ahead. Okay. All right, so I'm going to talk while Stephanie is on the telephone. Hey. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and pause the audio no, recorder. All right, and we're back. Okay. All right. She wants to punch somebody? She's overwhelmed, and she's ticked off, and she just wants to punch someone in the face. <laughs> I volunteered to you. <laughs> Thank you. I, appreciate, I heard that. <laughs> you're welcome. She said no because you're too strong. And, um, yeah, she's just having a rough, a rough day, I guess. All right, well. She's been having a rough year. Yeah. And by year, I mean school year. Right. Like, not not calendar year. But. Well, we'll wrap up here so that you can... So, be... But, we, I mean, we have... She's still in the middle school. Oh, like, okay. So, so we, we got yeah, enough time to go through. We still have time. Yep. Okay. So, the question was... The first random question is, uh, do you care more about pleasing people or speaking the truth? Do you want me to go first? Yes. Because it's all about speaking the truth. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Um. Now, I have learned in my adulting how to use my filter and i know when to speak the truth and when to keep my mouth shut but i won't say something just to please someone right i'm not i'm i'm not a placater is that is that the right word like placater placater yes yes okay i i'm um yes you can be honest or you can be nice, but you can't always be both. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for me, I will tell you, I am, I would like to say that I am a recovered people pleaser. Okay. So I, I don't, I'm not going to say recovering because I feel like I'm pretty much over trying to please people. You don't think you fall back into that ever? I think I might be tent- tempted from time to time. But I think for the most part, I mean... But then wouldn't you still I, be in recovery? Okay, maybe. So I'm a recovering people pleaser. There you go. I am to the place where I, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. 
I know what my intentions are. My, I, I, because I have such an, okay, you and I both have an audience. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's safe to say that I have a, a more sizable audience that are familiar with the business aspects yeah, of what I do. That doesn't even hurt my feelings. Okay. So, but because of the audience that I have, I, I have a number of people who are very free flowing with their disagreement about things that I do or say. <laughs> so, uh, there, there happens to be one individual who spends many hours a week doing so. I have no idea why, but um, the thing is, is I, I, I still feel the sting of people who say critical things to me or about me. But at the same time, I don't feel any compulsion to try to defend myself well, any longer. Human. Right. But I used to be the type of person I would want to I would want to defend myself. I would want to change so that I could be more pleasing to that person, be more amicable, you know, and all yeah. that other stuff. And I'm like, no, nope, I am who I am. And I mean, it's not that I don't do any wrong. <laughs> Trust me, who I am does plenty wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I'm growing, but I'm not going to grow to please you. Right. I'm going to if if I need if there's something that needs to be changed, it's I'm going to change. change me. It's going to change me, but not not, not to please you. Right. Although I used to be the type that would want to please people. Now, as far as this the the speaking the truth, I'm always about being transparent, authentic. I don't try to beat around the bush. If I've got a beef or a problem with you, um, if if I feel like it needs to be addressed, I'm going to address it with you privately. Um, and and if I think that you know that there's no, nothing that could be done or said to change your mind, and I disagree with it, unlike some people, I would just unsubscribe from your podcast and 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 be <laughs> do done you know, with you. Do you know, while we're on this topic, so last week, um, Megan had. Um, had dropped into the live recording um, of this of the show, and then later that night, she was like, "Mom, did you know you guys have like negative reviews?" Oh yes, and I said, "Yeah, we're very we're very aware that we have negative reviews," and um, she's like, "I found them funny. Is that bad?" She's like, I'm reading them, and one of them was like, these people need um, therapy or to get a divorce. And one was like, I love the wife. She's funny. She's this. She's but that husband is annoying. And she's like, I just don't see my parents that way. And I think that it's hilarious that there is such a wide spectrum of the people who like love and think you guys have a great marriage and love the way you banter back and forth and then the people who think that you guys need some serious marriage help and i'm like yeah well it is what it is it is what it is and i let that you're speaking of a certain person and i let her read an email and oh yeah um, and she's like this is anyway she's like is it wrong that i found it funny yeah Anyway, so I, the thing is, I, I'm, I don't feel like I need to speak the truth to fix somebody, right. but I feel like if there's something that somebody's done against me and I feel like they, that it's appropriate, if I have a relationship with somebody and they've done something to offend me, I certainly feel the freedom to go and say, hey, you did or said this and this is how I feel. Right. You know, um, and, and not to play the victim or anything like that, but just to say that this is how I feel and this is how I'm reacting based upon what you've done or said and just felt like I needed to tell you. So I, I'm, I, I'm all about authenticity, being transparent and, and not, I, I don't ever want to fake it. Mm-mm. I don't want to fake it. There are, there are times 
when there will be, and I'm, I'm wondering, because it's been, how many years have we been doing social media online stuff? Very long it's been time. over 12 years now. Um, and in these past 12 years, there are times when I disappear off of social media for two or three days or four or five days. And you don't see any posts from me anywhere. And it's usually because I'm really hacked off at somebody. And if I was, and I just need a if space. I was to fire up a Facebook live stream or hit the record button on a thing, I would say things that are not appropriate for me to be saying out in public. Yeah. And and so I'm like, well, that's why. I mean, that's it's one of the reasons that I have to step that I've had to step back from. I don't post nearly as much as I used. I used to post every little thing, and then I would find that I would want to post them. Like, well, that doesn't really need to be shared. Exactly. And so I just got into a place where i was well that doesn't need to be shared and that and then i found that i was you know rarely ne- sharing anything <laughs> <laughs> next question stephanie <laughs> wait a second so you're saying if we don't hear from stephanie hardly at all it's because if you ain't got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all well that's I- where it started and then it just oh, okay. became my new habit to gotcha. not post and so. i got you it's not that you don't have nice things to say it's right. just like you just gotta okay that's better. All right. What have, right, let's see, what goals have you recently set for yourself and how are you doing with them so far? I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. You have, you just don't know about any goal set. You haven't intentionally sat down and been very like, hey, where am I in, in, in my process of making goals right now? Yeah. No, I, I haven't done that. And I think I'm avoiding it on purpose. Yeah. Why is that? Because I'm not ready. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Now that the question know. now on a scale of one to ten, how valuable do you uh, do you think it would be to you personally if you were to set at least one goal by next week? Dude, it would be a ten. Like I know that it needs to happen. I'm avoiding it on purpose. I just said that. Are, setting you're avoid setting the goal or what you know the goal should be. What what topic the goal should be related Both. to? Both. You know. <laughs> okay. Both. Gotcha. Okay. And um, and I'm I'm just. I'm not mentally ready. I get that. And I and I know that and I'm accepting that about myself and I'm working my way through it and um and that that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about. <laughs> you know, it, it reminds me of the story of um when what Glenn Johnson. So mm-hmm. I had no idea who this guy named Glenn Johnson was, but it was September, it might have been right around September 2014, might have even been August 2014. Okay, and it's crazy. There's a reason why I remember those dates, because I always remember what November 2014 brought about. But it was right around August, September 2014. I get this email. It says, Cliff, I've been listening to your Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. I've been following your journey, and I know that you've had some good time. You've had some good runs at pursuing health and fitness, and then you've fallen off. And you've been talking about the fact that, you know, you're, you're at a place where you know you need to do it, but you're struggling. He goes, listen, I, he told me about all of his qualifications in this email. It says, I, I have all of these degrees. I have all of this experience. I would like to offer to be your personal health and fitness coach. And I'm like, listen, dude, I really appreciate your offer. There are two things. Number one, th- this is me being the speaking the truth instead right. of being a people pleaser. Number one, I really don't have any clue who you are. I, and and I, yeah. this was my email response. I, I, I Number one, I don't have any clue who you are. I, I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. I would have to research more about you. And right now, I'm not at a place where I, I'm I have interested. time to, right. And, you know, the thing is, is there's already so many things that I know that I should be doing in my health and fitness, things that I already know that I could implement. 
I, I'll just be honest with you. I'm not at a place right now where I'm ready to do something about it. I know it's a mental thing. And I need to work some things out in my mind about this before I move forward. And I hear, and I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a person of faith. You probably know that about me. I'm going to be praying that God will do something in my mind to help me flip the switch to, to get to the place where I'm going to take care of myself physically, my, my physical health. I know that it's something that needs to change. I'm going to pray that he will do something to make that happen. And if he feels that I need somebody to be there for support or encouragement through the process, I will pray that he will make that known to me. And he will also clearly give me discernment in my heart to know that the person that I would choose is the right person. And I will pray, if that's you, that he would let me know. But I'm going to ask you to do me a favor Please don't follow up with me on this because I don't want to have to turn you down again. But if it is you, I will I will search for this email and I will come find you. That that's I wasn't in the place. And it wasn't until November 2014 we were both at the platform conference. Mm-hmm. Um I was right back up to as heavy as I've ever been up on stage, felt all of those things. Ken Davis that night says, "Cliff, I've been praying and and he goes, I've never done this before, but I want to tell you my story, and he told me about his journey of, of physical health and fitness, and well, he told us, because we were at right, dinner together right. with him and his wife, Diane, and he says, listen, I, I, I've never offered this to anybody, but I feel led to offer you, I, I'd like to personally mentor you in health and fitness, and this was somebody I looked up to highly, this is somebody that is like, and, and he's like, listen, take some time, Here, I, here's some major commitments I'd ask you to make, working out six days a week, every week for the rest of your life. Um, you know, all do a, a, a triathlon with me in six months from now, all of this crazy stuff. And he goes, I know that's a lot to think about. And, and so I'll let you, I said, Ken, do you mind if I pray about it? And he says, that's fine. And I sit there and I waited about, what was it? 30 seconds. Something. So, yeah, and then was. I said, Hey Ken. And he says, yeah. I said, I've prayed about it. I'm fully committed and I'm in. And he says, all right. And the, and so that began that journey and um and i've worked out six days a week every week since then with the exception of like right. very few days missed here and there but i i i think it's easy to say I, confidently i am boldly i will say i am i work out six days a week every week have done so since november 2014 and i plan to do it for the rest of my life and i owe a ton of that to ken davis and the funny thing is is it wasn't until about halfway, halfway, like six months into that, that I, I hit this major plateau with my nutrition, what I was eating, and uh, ended up hiring Glenn Johnson to yep. be my um, nutrition coach. So, but anyway, it's that whole thing. I understand the yeah, idea just, to say, I'm just not there right I'm just now. not mentally there yet. And I want to be. Yep. I want to be. Um, And I'm, I'm working through it. I'm just need to work through it at my own pace. I gotcha. Cool. Pushing me is only going to make me resent whoever pushes me. Yep. It's even myself. <laughs> well, and the, a goal that I've set for myself is that I want to get to the place where I'm working 80% or more inside of my zone of genius, uh, which means freeing myself from doing things that I might be excellent at, but there it doesn't necessarily allow me to operate at my best and at my... Right. What I believe is my God-given purpose on this earth. What's so funny? Well, no, I was just, one of one of 
one of the things that are running, I mean, there are many things that, that I know that I want to, and one of them is finding my zone of genius. And I'm just thinking, can I get rid of cleaning toilets and laundry and doing dishes? Because they are not in my zone of genius. That's funny. <sighs> I think you operate, I already have a feeling, because I know what questions lead to understanding yeah. what your zone of genius is. I have a feeling I know what your zone of genius is in the season of your life, which I think your zone of genius can change from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, your seasons and stages of life change, yeah. so it makes sense. And then, yeah. So anyway, that'd but, be an interesting and, off mic conversation. Yeah. And so my my thing is is I I'm pursuing it because I'm in my final I'm in the middle of the third week of my final session of podcasting A to Z. Oh wow! It's the third week already. It is good Wednesday of the, <laughs> listen to you. Good. And with that, um, our kids are home. The I got the notification oh, that the, the garage the door, door okay. opened. Yeah, last time. Or I looked, actually, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, last time I looked, they were still at school. It was so. the text. We got water delivery again. That uh, that so I just got a thing here from Ready Refresh yeah. by Nestle. Uh, they delivered our our water. Of course, we knew that because we got it here. But that that's another topic that we can just toss out. Um, ever since. Ever since the Tony Robbins event, I've been one, and I knew this before. I listened to a lot of fitness and health related stuff. They're at UDF. <laughs> okay. Well, like that's the general area. Right. So I, I've wanted to stop drinking regular tap water for quite some time. Right. Um. It 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 can be very. It, there's, it's it's not it's not healthy for you. Gotcha. Um. There's all kinds of stuff in it. But anyway. I've been wanting to go back to drinking natural spring water and we got some water coolers for the house, one for upstairs, one for the next level studio. And we're going back to uh, water delivery service. So five gallon jugs of ice mountain spring water has uh, been delivered here. We used to have spring water delivered to our home when we lived in an A-frame years ago. Mm -hmm. And the reason why then was because there was no public water. All we had was a concrete cistern and you can't drink that water and trust me you do not want to drink that water so that wasn't out of the ordinary for me though because i grew up with a cistern yeah we never drink water <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's cool because because we we drink we've been drinking i drink tons of water like three right. 48 ounce bottles of water a day and the thing is is it's like okay i know it's healthy to drink water but is it really healthy to drink this much of this water and that was starting, and then I started drinking a ton of hot tea, and I've been, the the, the Keurig that we have down here in the Next Level Studio, mm-hmm. um, is not, it's not old. We just got it, mm-hmm. and already I'm starting to see hard water, like water lines. Take it out and wash it. I, I do. Okay. But I'm just saying, if it's that new, and, and ju- just in the course of like just over a month since the right. last time I cleaned it out, it's already got a hard water stain on the end. It's like that that's the water I'm drinking. And so anyway. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. No You'd special music on. other questions yeah, until we'll... like later because they were good ones. They are good questions. So next week we'll talk about more. And uh, until then, we encourage you to live your life on purpose.